Hey, everyone. Welcome into the MKY Bracketology Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter, joined tonight with Michael and Zach. We're going to talk just some games of the week um, and just kind of go through what impact these games this week had. Um, This is the first day of March, so welcome to March. It's March. Uh, It's best time of the year for most of us, so we're super excited to get into it. But we're going to talk just the last couple days of February. Um, Unfortunately, the first day of March is a real dud of a slate, so there's not much to talk about from tonight. Um, But, Zach, do you want to start with your game of the week from this week? Sure. My game of the week is uh, St. John's at Butler. Um, Not necessarily like a game people were probably paying too much attention to, but um, for St. John's, it keeps their tournament hopes hopes alive. For Butler, it pretty much ends them their tournament hopes. Yeah, Um, and. Also, um, St. John's handed Butler its largest home defeat of the season um, by scoring margin. Um, so it was just it was just a um, huge achievement on St. John's part, and uh, caps off a three-game winning streak. Um, and then now they just have Georgetown and DePaul ahead, um, so they. I mean, shouldn't be could. any trouble. <laughs> if there's any you trouble, know, they're gonna. Yeah, they can't have trouble here. Yeah, no, there's there's no room to be losing here. But, um, I mean, they could they could close out the season on a five game winning streak. And which, I mean, they have to. If they're gonna make, oh, they have yeah. to. They have to. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, like, there's always the chance. I mean, DePaul could still beat someone. Okay, hold on. DePaul, I had said all year that DePaul's going to get somebody. I did. Yes. I watched DePaul live the other night. Uh-huh. Why? DePaul is getting nobody. Because they were playing at Xavier, right? Yeah, yeah. they played yeah. at Xavier and lost by 30-something. It's just ridiculous. I mean, that is the worst team. I have watched every bye game of the last three years in CentOS in person. Mm-hmm. That is the worst team that I've seen come into CentOS. I mean, this is worse than Louisville last year. Yes. Like this is historically and yet they bad. beat Louisville this year. They, they, I they did. <laughs> yes, but the, um, the St. John's win over Butler did jump St. John's into my field. It's very like shaky ground to be on because they can't improve their resume right the rest of the regular season. They just have to. They just have to absolutely manhandle. Yes, uh, DePaul and Georgetown. And I'm talking. They need to win by thirty. Yeah. yeah. At least 30 against DePaul and at least 20 against Georgetown because every team behind them on the bubble has an opportunity to improve their resume. Right. They don't. So, yeah, that was the most impactful game of the week on the bubble, probably at all. So, what what happened for me with that game was I moved Butler down from the bubble section to fringe bubble. Yeah. And I moved St. John's up from the fringe bubble to the bubble section. I just don't see it for Butler. They're seven. They're three and eleven in Q one. They're seven and thirteen in Q one, Q two combined, and now nine and thirteen in Q one through three. And if I, they were like it, eleven and thirteen in Q one through three, maybe we'd have a different conversation. Especially with Paul yeah. and Xavier to finish up, but no, so it, it's that Paul isn't even a Q three game. So 
At best, you're finishing a 10 and 13 in the first three quadrants. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it either. Um, And Butler's playing terribly. Like, there's nothing good going for Butler right now. Right. Resume metric average is 66. That's not good enough. Or 65. Yeah. Predictive metrics average is 77. There's nothing about that. Yeah. Butler had a nice January and early February. And since then, it's just not, it's not come together. One of us, I think it might've been myself, to be honest. One of us said that they were peaking too early. Yeah. And I would just like to double down on that because they definitely peaked too early. Yeah. And it's not like this side of the schedule, like they've had some hard games with like Creighton and such, but it's not this bad against. Right. Like, there wasn't even a UConn game in this stretch. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, what was your game of the week? So, I think I would talk more about, like, in a, in a way, a day in the in the Mountain West Conference from Tuesday, yeah. which was just a, such a wild day. Um, even San Diego State got pushed from San Jose State before pulling away. But Utah State, that game against Fresno State in overtime, that, that game was nuts. Yeah. Um, I think Utah State had to tie the game with like a banking three that he was where the guy was trying to get fouled and end up making the shot. Yeah. If, was wild. if they didn't win that game, I mean, they, they weren't in any bubble trouble yet. But with two more of those, three, a couple more of those games left, you, wouldn't have, you definitely wouldn't have wanted to lose that one being the first of the three. Correct. Yeah. Um, UNLV won an overtime against Wyoming. Not so much big for UNLV's hopes, but for the rest of the league, you know, that you kind of want to keep that 17 kind of in that top 90 to 100 in that. Yeah. Um, Boise State really took care of business against Air Force. And Nevada, that game against Colorado State, that, that half-court shot, I mean, that was huge. <laughs> I mean, that's the epitome of why we like the sport. Yeah, I would like. I would just like to say that uh, my model had Nevada winning that game. Yeah, so I was pretty pleased with that. Yeah, I think probably a lot of people would have thought Colorado State would would win at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, your model was a, an outlier there. So Nevada, that that was enough to push me, push them up to a near lot for me. Um, I think Nevada's in really good shape. Um, they have they have good wins. They have some on the road. They beat TCU in non-conference. Um, they have Fresno State at home, which they need to win. They have Boise State on the road, and they have UNLV at home. Yeah, two and one for sure. Two and one gets them in. Yeah, and one and two they could probably limp in, but two yeah. and one the lock. Yeah. Um, it's- it feels amazing to me that there are, I mean, I guess Utah State is pretty safe, but several, or at least a few of these Mountain West teams, like, they aren't locked, and they could miss the tournament even with, like, 22 or 23 wins. Well, it's a, we're going to get into this a lot more tomorrow, so I won't spend a ton of time on it, but it's a conference strength thing. Yeah, right. Like, if the, I mean, the Big East teams are in a very similar situation, just the bubble teams for the Big East have lost, whereas right. the teams have been winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nevada, Boise State, New Mexico, 
are the only three even on like the right side of my seed list, which is the nine through 11 line. Um, I could see any of the three going over three the rest of the year and missing the tournament, but also I could see all three of them in. Yeah. Um, I agree with Nevada being like a near lock type of thing. I'd throw Boise in there as well. I put them up there too. Yeah. The only one, the only one of the six that I don't have as a near lock or as a lock, the only lock I have so far is San Diego State. Yep. But the only one that I don't have is New Mexico. Same. Um, I can't get UNLV on the page yet. I just can't get past the what is it like three or four Q three Q four losses. Yeah, it's not happening. I, it's mid max. I mean, if if UNLV were to, you know, come out here the next what is it three games to beat San Jose State, San Diego State, and win at Nevada, I'd give them a puncher's chance. But they have to do that. And then still, are you even talking about them getting in, or are you just talking about them getting considered? Considered. Yeah, like, I don't see a path for them to get into the bracket. Without an AQ, obviously. Yeah, without a lot, or a lot of help. Yeah. The well, bubble's too strong, and we're yeah. more than likely going to see at least two bid stealers. Maybe one of them would be UNLV. They very well could be, yeah. yeah. I, I'm less optimistic about their their bid stealing chances it's funny we always hear oh you gotta watch out for UNLV because the the uh Mountain West tournament's on their home court and for some reason when it's on their home court in the tournament it doesn't seem to lend the same home court advantage I mean it's not going to because they I have you all seen like the maps for the teams that they do like each team gets a section. Yeah, right. So like, mm. it's not like it's a home court advantage. Right, right. Exactly. I don't like like St. John's should be. I think they get counted as home games in the Big East. Yes. But like, UNLV shouldn't get that because they don't do it to where right. it's an advantage. Right. St. John's is a free for all. Anybody can get tickets to MSG anywhere. Right. You're sectioned off for the Mountain West. Right. So what's um, your uh, game of the week, Hunter? So I'm going to go with Kentucky and Mississippi State. Of course you are. I don't want what of course what? Oh, just of course, just of, of course. course. You Elaborate. would you would I think you're secretly a Kentucky fan hunter. It really I, it really had a huge impact honestly. It really did. I'm not trying to pick like most impactful or whatever. I picked like if you watch that game like Reed Shepard's shot, like the shot making in the last minute of that game was amazing. It was just entertaining to watch. 180 total points scored. That That's what I want. I don't want 50 points each team in the 100 total. I want like a massive score. Give me that all day. So um, the 49 to 47 Virginia Wake Forest game didn't do much for you. No, it made me want to break a TV. <laughs> um, Kentucky, though, I mean, they needed that. They, yes. with Wisconsin kind of being shaky, um, they actually jumped up to the four line with that. Um, it didn't hurt Mississippi State, who I do have as an eight seed right now. But it just the shot making at the end of the game and like how it ended was just really fun. Yeah. But no, I hate Kentucky fans and I hate their entitlement and I hate everything about the BBN culture. And I'll put that on record. I don't care. Wow. Going after them. I grew up in it. I, it annoys me. They're entitled. And they're bashing Reed Shepard, who put up 32 the other night. Yeah. 
Like, it's just, it's a toxic culture. Um, the impact that that game had for me was I made, I decided, I made a Kentucky lock after that game. Probably yes. a win or so too late. Yes. But, you know, they had some games left on their schedule that had they lost would have concerned me. But they're fine, obviously, now for that. And Mississippi State, though, had they won that game, I was probably going to lock them. But now they lose that game. And, I mean, I think there's, like you said, they're still in. But this 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 closing stretch is tough. Yeah. Um, their resume metrics are th- average 31. That's fine. Their predictions are 29. That's fine, too. Um, you got the Tennessee and Auburn win, the Washington State win, and the neutral court, which looks a lot better now. Yeah, it does. The Northwestern win, same thing. Um. But there are still those Georgia Tech and Southern losses hanging out there. The Southern loss is killing them. If they didn't have that, we're talking about like a five or a six. Yes. So the remaining schedule is Auburn and Texas A&M on the road and South Carolina at home. Yeah. The guess here is winning one of those is probably enough. Agreed. I'm Um, to the point where anybody on my eight or nine line, if they can get one more win, there's probably not enough to drop drop them. Like I would lock yeah. them if they beat Auburn, or if they beat A and M or South and South Carolina. Yeah, that feels That's fair. I don't know that I'd lock them just beating A and M or just beating South. Exactly. Carolina. Yeah. But yeah, two wins there or beating Auburn would get definitely get them. Yeah. Um, and I then mean, we could definitely get rid of A and M. Yes, A and M. I don't have them on the page. Yeah. I this put morning them... we'll get into this a lot more tomorrow. Yeah. This morning I dropped my. Next four or first four out, next four out, and under consideration page. And it is just here's the teams that I'm actually looking at. Mm-hmm. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them total. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So get ready. It's going to get wild. Yep. <laughs> all right. How about we talk some games? Um, we'll start with Monday and we'll go all the way through Friday and then we'll kind of hit. Um, some Saturday and Sunday games as well yeah. uh, to kind of wrap up the week and kind of get us into click ready for the weekend. Uh, so Monday night we had North Carolina and Miami. Um, North Carolina only won by four. That was close. They were, they were trying to lose that game, except yeah, yeah. except for R.J. Davis. He yeah. he was the one like willing them to win. Forty-two points is willing you to win. I mean. That's yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, TCU uh, fell to Baylor, uh, sixty-two to fifty-four. It didn't really hurt TCU, um, but it was a solid result for Baylor on the road. TCU probably so, would have been, probably would have been if not if not a lock, a win away from being a lock had yeah. they won it. They didn't. Yeah. 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 But you locked Baylor after that, right, Mike? I've locked them. Baylor got locked on the seventeenth for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I locked them. I think so. When they did the reveal, I think I locked them the next day after they won. Yeah, at, on Saturday. Yeah, I locked I them. I haven't been able to keep track of who's locked and who's not, and all that sort of stuff. I have twenty-one. Yeah, I'm keeping that a secret until tomorrow. Okay. Tune in tomorrow. I don't know the number off the top of my head. It'll be twenty-one or twenty-two at least. Yeah. Um, other than that, for Monday night, um, Kansas State survived West Virginia in overtime. Ugh. Not a Man, good... 
almost blew a 25 point lead. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, gosh. Well, and just I know West awful Virginia game management in the second it, half. It's it, just, it wasn't like they were blowing a 25 point lead to like, you know, Duke led Zion Williamson team. You know, this is West Virginia. You mean West Virginia's not good? <laughs> I mean, not this year. Um, yeah, it was a negative result overall. Yeah, um, they found a way to win, survive in advance, and all of that. So they are still my last team I'm considering. But that one was not a positive result by any means. Yeah, they they still need to. Uh, let's see. They I think they still need to beat Cincinnati and either Kansas or Iowa State. Yes. I don't think Kansas is going to drop another game at home. <laughs> But I never mean, say never. I don't know. Yeah. They're, are they, they're without McCuller for the yeah. year, right? Yeah. So, well, they're not sure about that for sure yet. They haven't confirmed a year, but self-implied that it was going to be the rest of the year. And that is something yeah. I'm going to talk about tomorrow. So yeah. make sure you all tune in because we're going to deep dive into Kansas a little bit because that's going to be really interesting from a seeding standpoint. Um, we will move on to Tuesday. Um, again, Monday's a, typically a light day. And then Tuesday kind of really ramps up. Um, so starting, of course, ESPN has everything listed via the AP poll. So yep. start with uh, Cincinnati at Houston. Um, Houston won 67 to 59. Yeah, that looks like an eight-point loss, but it wasn't an eight-point loss. Yeah. So Houston controlled that. It did not feel close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We're going to say something, Zach? Yeah, I'm just looking up the efficiency. So it was... Uh, Houston had 1.03 points per possession. Cincinnati had 0.91. So it was like a 12-point loss. That's fair. Okay. That sounds better. I can yeah. 12 a lot better than 8. But pretty much, like, Cincinnati's cooked. Yep. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they need to – I don't even think winning out gets them close. I think they need to turn it, the AQ at this point. Uh, they'd be, yeah, nineteen and twelve, and they'd still be eight and ten in the Big Twelve. Yeah, but the, that, the but the thing is, you're going to be picking up Kansas State and West Virginia home wins, which aren't going to help. Yes, exactly. Right? And then you get an Oklahoma yep. win on the road. That I mean, that's nice, but there's nothing of stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a bracketologist, but even I don't really think that's going to help them. Yeah. And I mean, it just comes down to they did no favors to themselves by playing the non-conference. Thing. Yep. This is, I mean, we talked about it in January. We talked about it in December. Even this is what happens when you don't play anybody in the non-conference. You have no it puts so much pressure on you to do well in the yeah. And if you're Iowa State and you do that, great, great. gone. But if you're Cincinnati, the narrative's there, and it's the reason you're staying out of the tournament. Um. Enough on Cincinnati. We will move on. BYU with a massive up. That was unbelievable. I mean, and they won great, by eight. Great job. Great job by the Cougars. The Cougars ended up beating Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse. Um, just, Down 12 in the second half. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about BYU. I don't know. Was BYU locked for you before this? Um, They weren't. And... Uh, 
And I should. I'm BYU's just, a lock. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'll proclaim it. I want to see. Hunter, Hunter is locking them for you, Mike. I want to see them get a ninth conference win, but I'm not worried about it, honestly. See, you're focusing. I know you're focusing a lot on the conference wins as like a barometer, but like the committee doesn't care. I know, but bec- the only reason why I'm doing it is because of the, the non-conference strength of schedule being so poor. Yeah. But- Otherwise, I wouldn't care. That's why I said with Kansas, Baylor, and Houston, I didn't care if they reached nine win- nine conference wins or not. Yeah. I just, I feel like, BYU, I guess BYU isn't Cincinnati, though. Like, they have some, they have some substance to their non-conference schedule. Even well, if San, Diego not- State helped. San Diego State helped a lot. Yeah. Well, and um, even NC State. Yep. That's another one. Like Arizona State. Like those aren't good teams by any. No, team. they don't have. Like, no, they're not good teams. It's but better than Georgia State eleven. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, if they win, what one and two, they'd still have twenty-one wins, and they'd be nine and nine. Well, of course, if 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 they go one and two, I'm going to put them in for sure. Lock Any them. win from here just, until the conference tournament. I'm just lock them, in. Mike. <laughs> All right, enough enough talk about locks. We'll move on because we're going to do that tomorrow. Um, San Diego State um, took care of San Jose State. It was actually pretty competitive. It was. Michael touched on it. Um, I touched on the Kentucky-Mississippi State game, so nothing else there. Um, Dayton took care of Davidson. Um, Nothing else there. They avoided a bad loss. Kind of got back on the winning side of things. Um, Utah State took care of Fresno State um, in overtime. Yeah, this I was gonna say I don't, know, I, wouldn't know, I don't know if I would say took care of, but yeah, okay, they took care of by way they won by four in overtime <laughs> over against Fresno State. Yeah, bad win, um, not a good look at all. Villanova handled Georgetown. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do to keep yourself in consideration, right? Yeah. Um, Nova's like fourth or fifth out for me right now. They did what they needed to do against Georgetown. They have some opportunities coming up. Um. Syracuse. Syracuse, keeping their hopes alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, Syracuse, I, I want to give a shout out to the Syracuse fans real quick. I've interacted with a ton of them. They're all pretty used to this because I guess they're on the bubble every year. Yep. But <laughs> it's not March, Matt, or it's not March if Syracuse isn't on the bubble. That's right. Well, welcome to the bubble, Syracuse. You finally <laughs> pulled back enough to where I'll consider you a bubble team. Um just their fans have been great. They're actually like knowledgeable about metrics and they understand how everything fits together. I will say you're not a lock like you think you are if you beat Clemson and Louisville. No. You're not gonna be a lock. Get no. that. Um Virginia, Virginia Tech, goodbye. Yeah. I don't even I didn't have them on the page and they're even further away then. Yeah, they're done. Um Pittsburgh dropped a massive opportunity. Yep. Um, they were leading the game by like 10 at one point, like yep. they needed this, um, but they dropped it. They're still under consideration if you want to call them that, but not going to happen. Yeah. They, I mean, if, had they won, they would have had road wins over Duke, Virginia and Clemson, but they didn't hang on. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin, unfortunately, fell to the fire. they <laughs> fell to the fire alarms this time. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you all saw it, but there was like a mysterious. No. I heard about it. Yeah, I heard about oh. it. Um, no, I'm glad everybody's safe, and I'm glad it was a false alarm. Yeah. They evacuated the whole arena. 
So glad everything went okay. But Indiana got the win. Um, Wisconsin continues their slide. We do not, in bracketology standpoint, you do not consider recency bias when you right. go. Wisconsin's still a five seed. Their resume is solid. That being said, do not pick Wisconsin to even win a game at this point. Like, it's abysmal. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, because, like, I do kind of, um, I don't I, I like to vindicate myself um, when when no. fans come at me for for where my model has different teams ranked. I Wisconsin, haven't noticed that. Wisconsin jumped up to twenty fifth in my model a few weeks ago, and since then it has just not gone well for them. Yeah, um, that. That is definitely a team that ended up too high. And they're still high in Ken Palm. They're yeah. 18th, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they still have solid predictive metrics, but just the the slide at this point is Killed them. absolutely concerning. And like Hunter said, I don't know if they'll win a tournament game. They're going to be that tre- – they're going to be that way too trendy 5'12 or 6'11 pick. And then they'll be like South Florida or Samford by like exactly yeah yeah I don't I don't know what to think of Wisconsin so Wisconsin but um as as the calendar switched to February was I think sixteen and four with a six and three quadrant one record now they're eighteen and ten with a six and six quadrant <laughs> one record I and mean considering the- Wisconsin for the one line. Like, if yeah. you checked it out, yeah. they were getting one seed picture, like, kind of vibes. And the two wins are home wins over Maryland and Ohio State and neither, by single digits. Yeah. yeah. So, it's and they, a, got, they it's, got Illinois and Rutgers at home and Purdue on the road. I mean, I think they should beat Rutgers at home, but they could easily end up finishing now 19 and 12. And it's very possible they slide. I mean, if their metrics take a hit. It's very, very possible they slide to like a seven or an eight. Yep. Like they're probably their metrics probably won't take a significant hit. They're probably if they even if they lost out, they they probably won't get like dismantled. Well, I'm not saying get dismantled, but I don't like I don't know where they're at right now to be fully honest. But if they drop another ten spots in each metric. Yeah. Like, watch out for them to really just plummet. Right. Yeah. Is what I was getting at. Because, I mean, six okay. wins is great. and It's going to get you into the tournament. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be a five seed because you're right. five one wins. Like, you could easily fall down there with the Mississippi States and Texases of the world. It I just, guess I, I, just, I was just thinking of, like, from a predictive standpoint. Like, if they oh, got yeah. dismantled, like. I don't think they're, they're far. Yeah. There's yeah. Two, data for one game to impact that much. Uh, I'll tell you one game from, from uh, Tuesday that surprised me was uh, Toledo losing at home to NIU. That, yeah, that was... Yeah. That's a uh, surprise. I didn't even catch that, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, that's not a great look. It's I think I had Toledo as a 12-point favorite in that game. Yeah. Which is probably closer than some other people had but i mean a 12 point favorite is 
shouldn't lose. Like, both yeah, Toledo has those ways of just dropping games they shouldn't sometimes. Yeah. Um, speaking of dropping games you shouldn't, Notre Dame Wake Forest. Oh yeah. Oof. All right, Zach called it. Applause to Zach for calling it. <laughs> it was a I I... conversation Tuesday morning from like Twitter, but Zach had it on like what Sunday. He yeah, when we were happened. doing our recap, our weekend yeah, recap. Yeah, it was his crap game of the week or whatever. Yeah. Um, well done, sir. <laughs> Wake, you're still in the tournament. I don't love that you're still in the tournament, but you are. <laughs> you need to get a couple more wins. Things just got real dicey real quick. Well, the thing is, their schedule is in their favor. At Virginia Tech, then versus Georgia Tech, and versus Clemson. None it's of those are Easy as and, they've, and they've been really good at home. But none of those are as easy as Notre Dame. Even yeah. no, no, none of them are as easy as Notre Dame. But, I mean, okay, they could drop the game to at Virginia Tech. But then... I'd rather not. <laughs> well, I'm sure. But then they'd, uh, they'd have Georgia Tech and Clemson at home. And they've already beaten Georgia Tech by... 29 and I, I guess guarantee you this one will be closer <laughs> yeah I'm I'm not really sure tech isn't that bad like they're not good but they're not that bad I all I'm saying is they should go two and one if I, don't, yeah, I think that's, that's very I think that's very doable I think that's doable I'm not sure that's enough though at min- okay at minimum two and one with a loss to Clemson and then we'll talk. But if you drop a game to a Virginia Tech or a Georgia Tech, you're done. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm. We'll see. I we'll don't know. go back to him. Oh, yeah. Um, Florida State. Saturday discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Florida State beat North Carolina State. Nothing really there. Um, Pretty much ended NC State's hope. Yep. Texas. In that was huge. What? I mean. That was massive and they just controlled texas tech it had everything that you want in a rivalry game that may be the last time that they play in a while so well done to the student getting carried out of the stands well done to texas for just absolutely rolling in lubbock and another good thing for texas i was talking on monday about how they were two games under 500 in the first three quarters and how we were saying how no team had ever made the tournament with that kind of record against the yeah. first three quadrants. Not only did they beat Texas Tech to move to within one game of 500 in the first three quadrants, but yesterday, one of their wins that are, was in Q4 that was kind of close to Q3, uh, UT Arlington blew out Seattle uh, on Seattle's home floor. That was wild. And that moved them up, I think, a good 15 spots in the net. They're, that's now a Q3 win. So now they're 500 in the first two, three quadrants. Wow. All right. Good job, Longhorns. I mean, that really helped them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Iowa beat Penn State. Nothing really crazy, but it did keep Iowa in contention. Yep. Probably got to be Northwestern and Illinois. Yep. And then we talked about the three uh, Mountain West games that yep. wrapped up Tuesday night. So we'll move on to Wednesday. Um Falls, Rocky Top. Oh, God. <laughs> Auburn fans, I'm sorry. Did Tennessee win? Yes. Okay. Wasn't sure. Um, what was that? 
Are you, Mike? Did you did you not see the result? Sarcasm, my friend. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was basically the same tone as your normal tone. That Dalton was the point. Thirty nine. I mean, and I'm pretty sure he just like took over the game at the end. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it, but um, I'm he looked like he just took over. Um, also, even if I hadn't seen the game, I hear you go Rocky Top. I would have known Tennessee won that game. Wow. Um, huge result for Tennessee. It keeps them in the one seed picture. Keeps Auburn on the four line for now. Not not a bad result for Auburn by any means. Um, we do have a fair amount of Auburn fans that probably are listening to this. It's not a bad result for you guys. I told you to keep it under ten. You did that. Can we just get a Q one win? Another one, please. Yeah, it'd be really nice. You all could get a win. Yeah, can we actually talk about Auburn tomorrow? Because, like, yes. okay, the predictives love them. They have sure. a great quad two record. But, like, doesn't their quad one record concern people? Like, that yes. could be a four seed? <laughs> yes. But I, and, we don't, again, we don't have to get into it now. Yeah. But, like, bookmark it for Saturday. We're going to talk about it. Yep. 20-0 and 0 in Q2 through 4. <laughs> All right. Marquette. Wow. Just absolutely steamrolled Providence. Yeah. And this is the reason right here that I do not have Providence in my field. That result is scary. It yep. their metrics. Like, I think they dropped, like, six or seven spots in several predictive metrics because of yep. And um, Marquette is playing really well. Yeah. Mike, was it you, maybe, who was saying, like, maybe Connecticut just, like, woke them up or, like, take credit for shocked that. them to yes. life or something yeah like this is uh, this is almost a different marquette team that we're yeah. seeing it's the marquette team that can go win in march yeah the one that was there previously was not winning in march right also do not discount marquette on the one line yep it's possible they are very much in that chase they still have creighton and yukon those are two they still need to win and they probably need to win the big east tournament too not likely, but it is possible that they could get a one. Um, Arizona took care of Arizona State. Um, nothing huge there. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, expected. Um, Iowa State beat um, Oklahoma and Hilton. Nothing nothing crazy there. Oklahoma's an eight seed. Iowa State, you're fighting for that last two spot. That, um, was, that was Oklahoma's worst road loss, though. By well, they only scored margin. 45 points. Yeah, when you said uh, 45 points you deserve to lose. (laughs) They're they're another one of those Big 12 teams that are not – I don't have locked yet. I don't have them locked. Um, They they need more. I mean, the the Iowa State and BYU wins are nice at home. The Cincinnati and Kansas State wins are somewhat nice on the road. But But it's nothing like – That's it. (laughs) Um, Duke took care of Louisville. Way to avoid the landmine. Yep. Moving Um, on. (laughs) Creighton dominated seat. Yeah. Beat them by 21 or yeah, 21. Um, so, Creighton's um it's I think it's their offensive rebounding margin. I can double check in a bit, but that's still concerning, but their shooting has just like it's feast or famine, but right now they are feasting. Well, no they're playing really good. What was that, Hunter? No better time to feast than in March. Yeah. yeah. And that also hurt Seton Hall, too. Yeah. that um, Seton Hall was a 10 seed for me. That dropped him down to the 11 line. Yeah. 
they're in the playing games right now. Like for Providence and Seton Hall, you didn't have to win those games, but they weren't competitive. Right. Like, you just need point. to up. Like lose by 15, lose by 20. Yeah. Right. But when you start pushing 20 plus, it's an issue. Yeah. Um, it hurt Providence more than it hurt. Uh, and now the, Seton Hall has to go play UConn on Sunday, which is another 20 point loss. <laughs> so, and then you absolutely have to beat Nova at home then. Yeah. And a lot of pressure, obviously. Less important games, yeah. Um, Minnesota and Illinois. Um, Illinois ended up winning 105 to 97. Way to avoid a bad loss. Shouldn't um, give up 100 and almost 100 points at home, but yeah. We're their really defense, Their defense is just if if they lose in March, that's going to be yeah. the reason. Yeah, sure. Um, Alabama came back against Ole Miss and ended up winning 103 to 88. Ole Miss was up like 13 or 14 points yeah. at one point in the first half. Yep. Alabama's the- offense, when it clicks, is just ridiculous. Yeah. When they, like, their three point shooting, it basically, I mean, I won't say like there's n- nothing they can't overcome, but it, it keeps them in games. Like, it's hard to count them out. They yeah. down 20, and I don't – like, I'm not turning the channel. Yeah. To be honest. Unless there's, like, three minutes left in the game. Okay. Even know. then, I don't know. Yeah. There's did, enough time. Yeah, there's enough possessions. Did that knock Ole Miss out of the field for you, Hunter? It did. Yeah. I had him out beforehand because I don't – I sure. what Ole Miss had was terrible. There's not much on it at yeah. all. For, and uh, even their resume metrics are down to the high – to the high 30s now yeah this killed their resume metrics um and this knocked them i think i don't even know if i have them under consideration yeah, yeah my seventh team out right now but i have to have eight teams there right. um south carolina knocks another North bubble Texas. team out yep. yeah texas a&m a&m should have won this game they gave it a yes week. they should yeah have. they should have but for south carolina like they keep winning yeah and that i mean yeah, they they're impressive. It was they're enough. Impressive. It was enough to lock them for me. Too. Yes. Yeah, I think it was 2019, maybe um, when Providence had the run where they won the Big East and their predictive sucked. Yep. South Carolina reminds me of that Providence team. Yeah. Their metrics suck, but they're just winning games. And at some point, winning games is all that actually matters. And that's that's March. So welcome to March, South Carolina. Florida beat Missouri. Yep. Um, I thought Missouri was going to get it for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, they they were pulling close. Um, what has happened to Rhode Island? <laughs> Archie Miller happened. <laughs> Northwestern took care of Maryland. They needed to. That was big for them, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm not locking them, even though they're a seven seed, but they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, trying to look here. Indiana State took care of Evansville. Um, Drake took care of UIC and triple overtime. That was, oh man, and that one hurts. I mean, like that's yeah. not a positive metric result. Nope. Um, James Madison beat Georgia State. Had to come from behind, kind of, to win. Yeah, actually, they had to hold off Georgia State to win. I should yeah. say they had like a twenty-point lead. Um, Saint Colorado over Cal. I just want to say St. John's. That was a huge game. Yes. Well done. Um, you said Colorado over Cal. Yeah, by 10. Colorado's that sneaky, like, quiet team. 
I didn't like. I haven't put a ton of thought into them. They need another quad one win, to be honest. But they're my first team out right now. They've just quietly climbed and suddenly. And I'm not even sure why. They don't have much. <laughs> they have they... a Washington State win, and that's it. And we talked about this in like our bracketology group chat earlier. Yeah. Like nobody knows why. Like there's not like one thing. Just they've done a good job avoiding bad losses. Right. And especially recently, they've just climbed while other bubble teams have fallen. Um, I do think they're going to need a quad one win at some point to get up over like a Providence or a think, St. John's. And I think that they get Oregon shortly on I think the road, which I is think, a one opportunity. Yeah. Um, Oregon and Oregon State played. Um, yep. That Oregon's still technically under consideration, but I don't see it. They have Arizona this weekend. Yeah. So if they win that, they'll jump back up into the bubble picture. And I think they have a better chance this time than last time. Because... <laughs> Last time Arizona was coming off this bad loss to Oregon State and they were mad. Yep. This Arizona's time. been rolling, so maybe now you catch them. Absolutely. Um, and then Virginia took care, not took care of, survived. Yeah. Um, in a barn burner, 70 yeah. to 68. <laughs> Somebody hey, for, Virginia, Virginia. for Virginia, that is, that is just a blitz. That's like Alabama level there. Yeah. Thursday. Um, St. Mary's beat Pepperdine. Um, No surprise. Lock for me now. St. Mary's is a lock. Um, Gonzaga won 86 to 68 over San Francisco. Are the Zags back? Maybe. You can't really be back beating these like games like that. But it did move Gonzaga to a 10 seed. I know we're going to get into that more tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was a big win for them. Um, Washington State survived against um, yeah. USC, and that was enough to lock the Cougars. So we are going to see yep. Washington State in the tournament this year. Um, Nebraska fell in Columbus to Ohio State. At some point, I feel bad for Ohio State's AD because he actually might have to consider the interim coach to stay. And I know that's not what they're wanting to do, but – the success, I mean, he's 3-1 and one over with three wins over tournament teams. You know, you always hear about how, like, the committee considers who they're bringing to the, feet, to the tournament. Do they do that with coaching? I no. mean, no. Yes, they, well, I don't know about in, but they did consider Syracuse higher. Like, they seated them higher with Jim Beheim back in 2016. They seated them higher with Jim Beheim rather than dropping them like further down, yeah. Like based on based on the performance swing that Syracuse had with and without Bayheim. Bayheim, yeah. If so, they do that, then the committee needs to be restructured this year. Ohio State's and, not the team, and yeah. I do not. Yeah, I do not think. This is just my personal opinion, obviously, but I do not think you hire an interim coach you do not he based needs to go on to a month's yeah. worth of games i know i know just at some point they're gonna have to give him at least a look I, i'm i'm like he should be considered like they, they should absolutely consider him but i just i don't think you end up giving him the job that job is going to one of three people greg mcdermott yep. Creighton, sean miller at xavier or dusty may at fau yeah 
Um, if nice. Indiana nice. opens, then Dusty May will go to Indiana. If not, then those are your three. Um, Memphis going on the road by 24 points to East Carolina. That was impressive. And nice I, job. I think nice job, Memphis. I think they're getting closer to the field than people think. I don't have them under, like, in my eight, but they're the next team after Kansas State. So they're right. I mean, if they win out, especially beating FAU, like, yeah, yeah. they'll have a conversation. Um, also, I want to talk about FAU tomorrow. So any FAU fans, tune in because okay. it's going to be interesting. Um, Stanford and Utah. Utah won by 22. That's the um, kind of win they needed. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Rutgers just dismantled Michigan. <laughs> but neither of them are tournament teams. I know. Nope. You're, you're just mentioning it because I'm here. You're a Michigan fan. That's why I laughed. <laughs> well, Michigan wouldn't make the 128-team tournament. Oh, 128-teams makes you want to puke. Um, 362. We need it. Uh, just start it in November. Best of yeah. series. No, you just you still play the regular season. You just... Boo. I just think it's weird that Washington and UCLA is just kind of an afterthought game. Yeah, I skipped over it a minute ago. Um, just completely went to Friday. Yeah, it's weird. Um, UCLA is another team that peaked, like, in early February. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had their moment. They did. And I'm very glad they decided to trail off because the UCLA fans were not fun to deal with when mm-hmm. they were coming at me. Um, looking at the schedules tonight, um, Dayton and Loyola tip yeah. off about 10 minutes. So that'll be final when you all hear this. Um, Nevada has Fresno state and then Utah state has air force. Um, neither one of those should struggle. Those should both be easy wins. Tonight. They both need to win though. Yeah. Uh, uh is playing at coastal Carolina right now. Up by 19. Perfect. With 12 minutes left. So. And App State won by 23. That's a good, good enough job. Margin. Good job. Yeah, good margin. Yeah. So they'll move on to my bubble section heading into the A-Sun tournament. I like it. Or the Sunbelt tournament. There we go. And I, at large from the A-Sun would be something. Yes. Um, all Especially right. since cool. it's not the league we're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Sunbelt, maybe, but not the A's Sun. No. Um, all right. I'm going to rattle off some games on Saturday. Just interrupt if you all want to talk about any of them more in detail. Um, the biggest bubble battle of the day is probably Nova and Providence. That's yep. at noon tomorrow. Mm. Pretty hard to see the loser getting in. Absolutely. Um, Florida, South Carolina tomorrow. Fun game. Um, Tulane at FAU. Um, Butler at DePaul. These are all noon. Um, and then moving to the one o'clock window, Kansas at Baylor um, will be a huge game. That yep. will be, yeah, that will be, that'll be a great game. Yeah. That's where, sorry, I was win. looking for, I was looking for like a, like a really good word to describe it, but like, yeah, that, that's where, that's Baylor one wins. to watch. I could see Baylor moving up to a two and Kansas down to a three, but I don't know. I think I moves to two. Kansas moves to three with a loss tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be Iowa State, Alabama, and Baylor under consideration for that final two seed. Um, but we'll get into that in the morning. Yeah. Um, Illinois at Wisconsin. That's a big matchup for both teams. Yeah, yeah, interesting to watch. Um, One thirty. Arkansas is at Kentucky. 
Let's Tupac, move on. <laughs> Oregon and Arizona. Um, Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas better win that. Yes. Um, Two thirty. We have Marquette at Creighton. Um, just that. There's some massive matchups tomorrow. This is yeah. my first look through it, so sorry. I kind of like get sidetracked. How about the but... uh, South Dakota State North Dakota yeah, State? Yeah, South Dakota State has now won the Summit, Summit. regular Nine, season. Yep. That'll be big. Um... No, UMass Lowell against Vermont. That yeah. should be interesting. I don't. Yeah. I haven't followed UMass Lowell much this like year, but I know they started hot. They did. Yeah, they did. Uh, they would have entered conference play at nine and four. Yeah. Nice. Although there might have been some D two games in there, I'm not yeah, sure. I think Maybe Vermont has already clinched the American they have. title. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, Iowa State at UCF, uh, Mississippi State at Auburn, NC State at North Carolina. That one could be fun. Those yeah. all at four o'clock. Um. South Florida is at Charlotte. They don't. That's not an easy game. But yeah, I will, fun one. I will say, I expect Iowa State to beat UCF, but I could see them struggling in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, going into UCF has not been easy. Just ask Kansas. Like, right. yeah, it's not simple to do. Um, four o'clock window is always the big mid-major window, so I love the Colorado State. Do not lose to Wyoming. Please. That's all we ask. Um, Wake Forest is at Virginia Tech. Big matchup for Wake's tournament chances. Um, Iowa at Northwestern. Iowa has to have it, and Northwestern yep. really doesn't want to drop it. No. So that one, both teams should be really motivated for that. Um, it's impressive what Northwestern has been able to do, like yeah. despite the injuries. Yeah. Like they've they've continued to win. Yes, I've been able to take their, like, injury. When I, like, do my seed list and numbers and stuff, I'll put in, like, a little, like, hamper, like, a little minus, like, two points or whatever to push them back for the injury until we see how they did. I took that away Thursday night, so that felt good. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see them come out and play well without it. Um, Virginia at Duke. Virginia needs to not lose this by 20. Yeah. I think Duke wins by 20. I think they're a lot with a win, though. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh at Boston College, um, Texas Tech at West Virginia. Both of those are games that neither of those two teams want to drop. I was going to say for both of those teams, yeah. Tech, I might drop. I might lock you if you win tomorrow. Maybe. We'll yeah, see. I would. I think. I think Maybe. that they're there. Um, Texas A and M at Georgia. If A and M wants any shot, they got to win out. Yep. VCU um, Richmond's kind of a fun game. That yeah, yeah I'll. Richmond, I think, is the right now. They're the winner. Yeah. 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 So that should be an interesting matchup. Um, UCLA at Washington State. That's a nobody will be able to watch it, but UCLA, (laughs) um, Washington State can't lose that game. No. It's, it's incredible. Like UCLA is a storied program and they're relegated to the Pac-12 network where nobody can watch them. (laughs) They're moving to the Big Ten next year, so everybody will be able to see them. Don't worry. Cincinnati and Kansas State, that one feels like a loser is done. Loser is officially done, and it's not back. Yep. Um, Northern Kentucky 
get Wright State. That's a rivalry matchup. That's yeah. San Francisco and Santa Clara. Yep. All right, but Houston. I think the game of the day is Xavier at Georgetown. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it, but also I think um, Claude for Xavier is hurt, and one of our bigs is hurt too. So that I don't want to say that Xavier's going to drop that, but Xavier might drop that tomorrow. They might. Um, Clemson at Notre Dame. Um, nothing huge there. Houston at Oklahoma. Michigan State at Purdue. Finally, we get a good game on Fox. I love the run that they did where they were putting Caitlin Clark on Fox every week. Yeah. Something feels right when it's Michigan State Purdue on Fox at 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. Except, um, you know what, everybody's going to be watching is Tennessee at Alabama. See, you should get YouTube TV. YouTube TV, if you want to sponsor me, I'm just going to go ahead and give you an ad now. <laughs> um, if you have YouTube TV, you can split box it and watch them all at the same time. Officially canceled my cable today. Felt pretty good about that. Um, Tennessee and Alabama is also at eight. That's Those two games are just huge. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if Tennessee wants to the one seed, they need to win this one. I think for Michigan State, going back to Purdue, if they beat Purdue, they're a lock. If not, I think they need to win the other two games. That's mm-hmm. that feels fair. Um, I've told yeah, a couple of state fans the same thing. Um, Syracuse, yeah. if you want any hopes, be do not. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I know it's tempting because it would be funny, but don't do it. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Like Louisville gets to play spoiler, like to so many teams. They shouldn't even be playing spoiler. They should just not be considered. Just right. don't lose to Louisville. Period. This next <laughs> game is just huge. New yeah. Mexico at Boise State. New Mexico will fall out with a loss, but yeah. Boise, that's a, almost a lose-lose situation for the six-bid Mountain West. No, I honestly, I disagree. I think if Boise State, if New Mexico wins, I think Boise State is fine. I think they're fine, but this moves their margin for error away. Yeah. But they but become that team on the bubble. The thing is, though, Boise State just got done playing all the games that can hurt them. All True. they have left is New Mexico, Nevada, and San Diego State. True. Win any of those games, and Boise State's a lot for me. Yeah, I agree. Well, I guess they do get Nevada at home, and then they play at San Diego State. Right. That's, neither neither of those games hurt you if you lose it. You could go no. 0-3 and not take a bad loss in the Mountain West tournament and maybe get in. Yeah. Maybe. So I, I will say, if they go 0-3, I, I would drop them back down to my bubble section. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay. If they went 0-3, though, doesn't that still, like, what about if, I, I don't know, Villanova goes yeah. on a run or well, something? Like, does that put them at risk of getting jumped? Yes, sure. but in a yes. vacuum, it won't knock them out. I don't think 0-3 would knock them all the way out. Yeah. Okay. But when you start considering other teams, it will. But that's kind of why I said I don't think. It's a lose-lose situation for the sixth at Mountain West. Fair enough. New Mexico, New Mexico needs to either win this one or beat Utah State on the road. Yes. Um, so the eight o'clock window is loaded. Get the four screens and just get going. YouTube TV, you can hit my DMs for the ad. Um, Ole Miss uh, is at Missouri. If Ole Miss wants a shot, they got to win this. Yeah. Um, Utah at Cal or Cal at Utah. Um, Utah's got same thing. Yeah. Um, there. TCU and BYU should be fun. Neither yep. one like a bubble team, but 
I mean, it could just be a fun game. Honestly, it might be pretty high scoring. Um, yeah. Lots of shooting, so that should be a good one to watch. Um, one of the games of the night is Gonzaga. Oh, at yeah. 10 p.m. Eastern tip-off. Just stay up for it. You won't be disappointed. The first one got heated. It was a great game. Look for this one to be the same thing. I think this is going to be a bold statement, but that is probably the game of that time slot. Yes. I mean, really? San Jose State at UNLV, that could – I mean, that that's competition. No. You might need YouTube TV for that. No, be, 10 p.m., gonna, I will be single streaming. One game. I'm going to totally be up for Pacific versus San Diego and Cal State Bakersfield against Cal Poly. <laughs> Um, I know T3 will be watching Stephen F. Austin at Grand Canyon. That's actually important. Yeah. Only for Grand Canyon. They just Yeah, it's only <laughs> important for Grand Canyon. Um, you say Irvine versus Long Beach State could be a fun game. It should be a good one. It won't give yeah. up. It'll be a good one. Um, so that is all of Saturday. Yep. And really quick, we'll go through Sunday. I love that they've kind of split out some more games into Sunday's. Well, now that the you know football season's over with, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, Seton Hall at UConn at noon. Huge Oof. Seton Hall. They need to keep it close. <laughs> keep it close. That's a big ask. All beat UConn by fifteen. That yes, but again, that was UConn without Klingon at Seton Hall. I'm not saying it'll be close. I'm saying they need to keep it there. They they need to keep it there. It's just it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough. Agreed. It's weird to mention this next game without any importance. Indiana at Maryland. Yeah, I overlooked them and was getting ready to say something about another game, but that is, I mean, it's just odd. Like that, and then the Ohio State Michigan game. Right. It's the same thing. Like, how is that not important? Well, um, UH versus Bradley. Yeah, I didn't even see Drake and Bradley. That's a if Drake wants any shot um, at an at-large, they need to win that one. That's a Q two game. Yeah. Um, Rutgers at Nebraska is a pretty big game, to be honest. Yeah, Nebraska better win it. Yeah, um, and then Stanford at Colorado to wrap up the night. Um, and Memphis cannot afford to lose to UAB. No, not at yeah. all. So we will be back with our weekend recap um, on Sunday night. So we'll talk about all these games. We will probably do it after the Rutgers and Nebraska game. So we won't get the Colorado Stanford game in, but thank you all for listening. I hope this was informative and kind of helpful to keep you. If you're busy at night and can't watch or can't keep up with all the games. So and remember for- subscribe to YouTube TV. Yes. <laughs> That's our takeaway for the night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks guys. Thanks, everyone.